0: Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 16 But wherefore do not you a mightier way make war upon this bloody tyrant time and fortify yourself in your decay which means more blessed than my barren my barren rhyme. Now stand, you on top of happy hours, and many maiden gardens you unset, with virtuous wish should bear you living flowers, much like, much liker than your painted counterfeit, so should the lines of life that life repair. Which this, times pencil, or my pupil pen, neither in inward worth nor outward fare, can make you live yourself in eyes of men. To give away yourself keeps yourself still, and you must live, drawn by your own sweet skill. That was sonnet number 16 of Shakespeare's sonnets. Uh, I'm Mark Chastley, and I'm joined by, I'm going to give him some adjectives this time, uh, wonderful, brilliant, hair dude, uh, Thierry Helen. (laughs) It was a compliment of sorts. Thank thank you. (laughs) I I just realised that people on the podcast can't see you, but he, he has, at the moment, this kind of fluffy fringe thing going on. It's very good. It's mainly because I jumped out the shower and Yeah. He is he is wearing clothes, just to put this I out am, there. To all, yeah, yeah. To all Not, his screaming female fans. He yeah, he, he's wearing a shirt at least. I can't confirm or deny anything else. Um <laughs> Sonic sixteen. We we haven't even talked about it a bit. Um this, this one you were just telling me, because uh, Thierry is good and does notes and reads up on things, whereas I just kind of read it and go, oh. Um was telling me that there are some lines in this which um are, are e- confuse even the greatest shakespeare scholars so i'm sure we're going to crack them in this podcast is is that well, is that right of obviously obviously we we are the people to uh
1: to go to when scholars come <laughs> well it's, it's mainly the line that um was it line 10 which this times pencil or my pupil pen where apparently there's some confusion over what the this refers to whether it's the sonnet itself or the Times Pencil, or the Pupil's Pen. Three different interpretations which... not exactly rule each other out, but don't really work together that well either, so you can't go with all three of them.
0: Yes, so so my reading, my, my personal reading of that was, uh, which this, Times Pencil, or my Pupil Pen, was that? In my head, that should be a, a colon rather than, than a comma, I guess. And and Time's Pencil or My Pupil Pen are the two options. Time's Pencil referring to the fact that, that the the sort of well-known image that Time has got a book, the book of your life, and Time writes the book of your life. So uh, Time is the author to your life and decides when it ends. Uh, or My Pupil Pen and that being a self-reference for Shakespeare being a writer where he controls the life of his characters on stage. That's how I read it as a complete, utter layman Um so that's probably wrong so we can rule out that one as a possibility. Well
1: it does it does state that as
0: one of the possibilities. Excellent. But oh, see the scholars agree with me. <laughs> me and you we're going to be teach jobs scenario in a course at Cambridge University on the sonnets at some point.
1: I contain multitudes just go with that and be done. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are many possible interpretations.
0: And no one really knows which one is the right one. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't be a Cambridge scholar with that attitude. There is only one interpretation that's right, and that's yours. That's how it's done. <laughs> that's that's how it's. <laughs> so, so this sonnet, this sonnet keeps up the theme of time as a as a person, I guess, as a as a personified en- entity in a way. We have time referred to make make war upon this bloody tyrant, time, um, because I guess if there is one mass murder in history is time. Because everything succumbs to time in the end. Um, and you were just nodding your head at me going, yes. No. <laughs> Keep talking, Mark. <laughs>
1: um, You can do this. No, I'm just... Oh, that... that line is just annoying me.
0: Uh, which, which this? Which this, of.
1: Times Pencil. Yeah.
0: And why why does Time only have a pencil, whereas Shakespeare has a pen? Uh, that... that, that... Blows my my theory a little bit.
1: I'm quite. I, I do like the image of a times pencil, though, rather than going on about times ha- the, the hands of time moving forward.
0: Yes. It's and and the pencil implies quite, it's quite a nice changeable thought. and avoidable, because pencil can be erased, whereas pen can't. Not without tipex, and I don't believe they had tipex. <laughs>
1: I was I think you say that I that, that makes me wonder if it can be erased. Death basically erases life. Yes. So if he doesn't procreate, he he That's it. There's nothing more to come. And eventually he will just be forgotten.
0: Yes, yeah, everyone will eventually be forgotten, yeah. That's sad. Oh god, we're going with the cheery ideas for this one. I can I can I can cheer us up a little bit and, and... Ask whether it's just my dirty mind, or um, is the line that actually reads "and many maidens' gardens yet unset" is as dirty as I'm reading it to be? It.
1: I mean, we've had a lot of masturbation in the poem so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's just in my head. And I apologise to the listeners of my podcast, but I, I, um, I have heard the phrase uh, "a woman's lady garden" to to mean a a specific part of a of a lady, um and and something to be unset is to be despoiled so I I well I mean it
1: it could probably very easily be read as unmarried girls well I I was unset. so yeah women women who are
0: the, no, the, my, reading was, my reading was... My uh, was My reading was, sorry. Now stand you on top of happy hours, and many maiden gardens yet unset, with virtuous wish would bear your living flowers. So the idea that he is bedding women uh, on top of happy hours. So he's bedding many women for many hours, um, which would... Uh, <laughs> their gardens, he's unsetting their gardens. But... They are uh, with virtuous would wish or wish would bear your living flowers. They would wish to bear your 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 child, but he's not allowing them to because he's just having fun. That was my reading of those three lines. Much like as in your- he he is
1: having sex, but he's not.
0: Yeah, he's using. He's not, not doing the virtuous or, thing of 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 bearing children, or well, not bearing but bringing forth children. I guess. That that's how I read it, but that could just be my dirty mind inferring, uh, and and the phrase "women's lady garden" that does seem like a
1: very reasonable reading, though. I, <laughs> I can
0: definitely see that. I'm winning you over with my dirty ways. <laughs> um, excellent, but but I could also see it actually being a literal garden, and 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 not having a, a ulterior motive at all. Um, it it is Shakespeare, and I we we've had
1: quite a few. Moments so far, where he used a literal image to uh, to convey the, uh, well, also literal image, but <laughs> a bit more yes. dirty image than. Um...
0: But it would be interesting to 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 think of the young lover as as having sex and just not bringing forward a child.
1: He did. I'm pretty sure he did um, talk about that in previous sonnets, where he basically insists that well just enjoying himself is not enough he needs to uh, actually procreate and uh, use use the women's vessel to uh, <laughs> yes to still have decisions. children
0: distil- <laughs> yes. rather Put flowers than flowers in the garden yeah rather than making traffic with himself oh, as, god as... we really need to use that line more often <laughs> it's a good line <laughs> we're we're gonna bring about us and our listeners will bring about that as a as a new new term to make traffic with oneself or to have traffic with oneself (laughs) i can't have traffic with myself with oneself tonight as there's a traffic jam and and uh, it's it's got so many uses um yes are you still pondering your lines or have you got uh uh, other lines that, that are causing scholars issues that we can solve
1: I think the rest of the poem is fairly, fairly clear. Yes, we 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 are still going on with uh, with time as we did in Sonnet fifteen. As you, I'm not sure you said it on the podcast or before we started recording. It can be read as a, a continuation of the previous sonnet, not exactly as one, but it goes on with the same themes and.
0: Yes. Did you say uh, that on the podcast? With... Yeah, I, I don't think we did no that might have been in our pre-podcast chat but the, just like we're saying just like sonnets 5 and 6 which were almost one larger sonnet chopped in two this follows on in a similar vein but maybe not as coupled together This, I think the last two lines on this are quite interesting to give away yourself keeps yourself still which is quite interesting and you must live drawn by your own sweet skill so sweet comes back into it um, but to give away yourself keeps yourself still. So, I, I, if, if we're thinking about that in terms of time, then, then giving yourself away to have to, to giving your seed away and, and being born again keeps yourself still. So you, you, you're staying in one. You're staying
1: around, yeah,
0: yeah. You're staying in one defined period, if that makes sense. You're, you're always young, rather than. Than, than getting old, or a version of you may get old, but not all of you, which is still messes with my head. The idea that your male child is you reborn. It's,
1: it's a very strange idea. But then, I mean, they lived in a time where they thought the man was basically responsible for the creation, and the woman was just,
0: <laughs> just a, test. Yeah,
1: the, just a vassal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like the way you, you say vassal rather than vessel. I like that. You it's and your weird accents. Crazy accents. Saying our words wrongly.
1: <laughs> uh, I am
0: a derf. You are a what, sorry? A derf. You're an utter derf. I'll yeah. just
1: I'll keep using that word for idiot.
0: I quite like you're the a, sound of it. You're a def that dearth. just makes traffic with yourself all day long, is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we should should carry on looking at the poem, shouldn't we? Um, uh, Like you say, it's rather self-explanatory, so that's why we keep wandering off. Um, But wherefore do you not a mightier way make war upon this bloody tyrant time? Yeah, why? Why why aren't you standing up for time? Against time? Time is out to kill you, and you're not doing anything to stop it. it. It's putting the the onus on him, and if that, if you if you merge that with my reading of the, he's having lots of sex and just not having children. He he's literally in this for the fun of it, and and he's not interested in in fighting this war that we are all we all need to fight. We all need to destroy time just in our own way. Very very interesting image, just a soldier refusing to go into
1: battle, basically.
0: Yes, yeah, just, that's what just, he is. He's a soldier on shore leave, just enjoying the. The food and the dancing and the girls, rather than fighting. As there's no
1: intention of ever going
0: to actually fight the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, and no, and all that will happen is time will get him in the end, and he would die. Which when he says will uh,
1: fortify yourself in your decay, which is a very very strong reproach to make of someone. Basically saying you're not just running away; you're just you You're building a wall around you and you you, you, you want to die within that, yes. that confined space you just you have absolutely no intention of even trying to uh to, well to live forever and and, Shakespeare and it finds
0: it fortifying yourself in your decay as well being he's becoming almost i guess proud of the of the signs of age. If you fortify yourself in something, it's protecting you. So he's becoming it's something that
1: you want to protect. Yeah,
0: yeah. So his his wrinkles, his his what was the the phrase that you used earlier the um, the the trenches of in his forehead, the the wrinkled trenches, and that's becoming his defence. And yeah, this is one of those I think one of those sonnets where you read it and go, oh, that's quite a nice image, and then you start thinking about it more, and and it's very deep. And I, I was trying to explain this to someone the other day who was asking me why I'm doing the sonnets. And and I, I think it's because so many people read poetry and go, oh, that was a nice image. And, and think poetry is just about bringing these nice images to mind. And you read these sonnets by Shakespeare, and you read them, and you have that you have all oh, that's a nice image. And then you start thinking about it. And you realize that oh, there are all these sub levels and connections that are obviously been placed there as well and that's what makes, I think, Shakespeare so good at this, is that all of these deeper meanings have been carefully crafted and placed there and and it makes me upset as a writer that I can't do that <laughs> that's the best writing to read as a writer, you should read writing that makes you very upset that you can't write to that standard, I think if, you, if you're a writer and you're reading something and you think I could do that, that's not what you should be reading that's my opinion anyway
1: a very, very good opinion. I mean, they had you, it, they, when they had the guilds. You, you, you had to copy your master's work for years and years and years and years and years before you were allowed to make your own creation. So, yes, you, you learn through plucking apart other people's work and what 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 tools. There are basically tools that you need, even in writing, a set of tools and skills that you use. It's yeah, as bad as that makes, as uncreative as that makes it sounds. There are tricks in writing that you that you use. I mean,
0: personification, rhyme, rhythm, that's... Yeah, and if you think you can sit down and just write a poem or a sonnet, you're probably wrong. Especially Shakespearean So I've tried
1: writing Shakespearean sonnets just to get the rhythm right. It, oh, it drives you insane. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't <laughs> so know. You have
1: to have a certain amount of syllables in every line, and you have the line breaks at a certain point, and it just... A
0: certain rhyming structure. So this this is uh, a b a b c d c d. It's that kind of. Uh, if you've ever studied rhyming structures, it, it's uh, a's rhyme, the b's rhyme, the c's rhyme, and they're very complex. And you can you can even get people create even more and more complex ones. But yeah, it's it's hard to to constrain yourself uh, to a a certain rhythm and a certain rhyming pattern. And um, try it if you want, and send in your ensemble. oh, let's have a brew Peter yeah, try it, try writing your own Shakespearean sonnet, send them in and if they're any good, we'll we're, we're read them and talk about them, why not? they'll be sonnet 155 and onwards yeah, your own sonnets, that would be amazing yeah, that's the, yeah, maybe we shall see, if we don't get to 154 and just want to kill Shakespeare, again <laughs> um we should, we should, I guess, end this one. We've witted on a bit about this. Um, would you like to read Sonnet 16, Thierry?
1: No, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sonnet 16. But wherefore do not you a mightier way make war upon this bloody tyrant, time, and fortify yourself in your decay, which means more blessed than my barren rhyme? Now stand you on the top of happy hours and many maiden gardens yet unset. With virtuous wish would with virtuous wish would bear you living flowers much liker than your painted counterfeit, so should the lines of life that life repair, which this time's pencil or my pupil pen, neither in inward worth nor outward fear can make you live yourself in eyes of men to give away yourself, keep yourself still, and you must live drawn by your own sweet skill.
0: Excellent. That was uh, sonnet number 16 from Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chatterley. I have been Thierry Hayless. And we will see you I'm... again for Sonnet 17. Goodbye. The end of the procreation sonnets. Is it the last one? Excellent.